Welcome back to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and today we're going to be hearing about Wheels Up, which is a company that's becoming sort of the Uber of private aviation. They're really pioneering the idea of an application-based, on-demand, private travel experience. Before we get started, let me briefly remind everyone that the Global Connected Aircraft Summit is coming up in June, and early bird prices expire, I believe, at the end of March. So make sure you visit the website, gcasummit.com, check out the agenda, some of the speakers we've already confirmed, and get your ticket before the prices go up. On today's episode of the podcast, our guest is Miles Rogers. He is the Chief Strategy Officer of Wheels Up. So Miles, thank you for joining the show today. Could you start just by giving us a little bit about your background and exactly what does a Chief Strategy Officer of a company like Wheels Up do? Great. Well, thanks for having me and uh, sending best wishes from our West Coast headquarters in Santa Monica, California. I I think you would like it out here. Maybe we'll do the next one in person because you can see takeoffs and landings out of the Santa Monica airport, uh, as well as uh, the tower at LAX for for takeoffs and landings over there. So it's a a good aviation vantage point for sure. Um, In terms of my background, I actually grew up in Calgary, Canada. Uh, I was a tennis player, and I went on to play college tennis at Arizona State, Um, was doing a sports business MBA uh, when I had the opportunity to connect with someone who was working at Marquis Jet, and we happened to be studying Warren Buffett at the time and Berkshire Hathaway, and uh, an amazing opportunity came up in the sports division at Marquis Jet, and I I took the opportunity and uh, joined Kenny Dichter for the first time back in 2004. And it was just a a really special company and uh, did some great things in in the aviation space. Uh, Ended up, uh, as you know, selling Marquee to Warren Buffett and NetJets. uh, And then flash forward, uh, the same group got together uh, to change the game again with with Wheels Up. uh, And we've really been having a a great run with the business and, and the membership base and you know, really changing private aviation all over again. So, so that's been great. Uh, in terms of being a chief strategy officer, I, the best part of, about it is being able to work with so many different divisions and departments within the company. I, I get to work with Kenny on some big picture initiatives, uh, as well as some of the ambassadors that work with Wheels Up, an emphasis on the, the sales and marketing side, but also business development and partnerships. So uh, really an opportunity to to work in a cross-functional way with so many amazing people that we have on our team. Right, right. And I'll definitely look to take you up on that offer to interview you out there. That sounds amazing. Okay, and yet, we've been hearing a lot about Wheels Up lately, and really in the last few years, about how you all are changing the way private aviation is sort of managed and the way that people access private travel. Um, Could you give us a little bit of background on that? I do believe back in 2014, I remember when Wheels Up first launched, um, just, you know, in that last, in the last five years or so to see the kind of growth and the new membership services you all have introduced. Uh, Could you give us a little bit of background on that and how you all are changing the way people access private travel? Absolutely. I, I think it's a few things. It started with the membership model itself where you could join a program without the huge capital outlay or having asset risk owning a a part of a plane or being in a fractional or a lease where you didn't necessarily know how much you were flying. 
And I think that really democratized the space where in, instead of, a, you know, a, a big chunk for hours, you could either choose to pay as you fly or, or put a deposit on. Um, and it started as a, uh, you know, a, a much easier way to access private aviation. The other aspect of it, especially in the early days when we were getting going, was the aircraft itself, the, the King Air 350i. Uh, it's really the flying SUV, and you can put eight passengers on there. It's got tremendous baggage. Uh, we've seen eight passengers, eight golf bags or, or, or ski equipment or whatever it might be. You can even put a ninth passenger on the belted lav. So all of a sudden you're able to move nine people where you used to have to get, and, and I know you're an aviation guy, but something in the super midsize category to do that same mission that the King Air 350i was able to accomplish. The 350i also had a, a lot of advantages. Uh, a big uh, a big deal about the King Air 350i is the short field performance. It's able to get into a lot more airports. Um, it's the safest plane ever made. Uh, the U.S. military uses it for rescue missions. Um, and people really sort of got to know that airplane. And Kenny really felt strongly his thesis was that that aircraft was going to change the industry. And um, when he announced the billion-dollar order for, for 100 of them, uh, I think people were somewhat skeptical of the King Air. But when they saw and flew on the King Air 350i, everybody really wanted to, wanted to fly it and get the best value in private aviation. It's also the greenest plane uh, in its category, and I think people want to be on a mission-appropriate airplane when they're, they're flying around. So it, it started with the King Air. Um, and it really grew from there. We also have the Citation XL, XLS in the fleet, which is the best-selling business jet of all time, about three and a half and sometimes four hours range. And we've recently added the Citation 10 to the fleet, uh, which is the fastest non-military aircraft in the world. So uh, it, started, it started with being a, a King Air program and really grew from there where people saw the value and we were able to really grow grow the program from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah, and I know recently you all introduced what's called Wheels Up Connect, and it looked like that was the third in a growing suite of membership options that you have introduced. Can you talk about that a little bit as well, as far as how that has changed the way people access these great aircraft within your fleet? We're really excited about the Connect membership and see a big opportunity on on that platform, especially enabling technology. Um, we like to call ourselves a total aviation solution and Connect really taps into a lot of those things. So, and, and I'd love you to, uh, to download the app and check out the Wheels Up app so you can start to play around with it and see some of the features. But you're actually able uh, through the Wheels Up app to book charter aircraft in an instant. Um, we went out and uh, outside of our core fleet of airplanes, uh, went and uh, identified about a thousand safety vetted and verified uh, aircraft tails that we have through charter. So booking an airplane is, is almost as easy as booking an Uber where you can punch in the city pairs and the dates and our search engine will actually uh, produce options that, that we stand behind that are, uh, uh, that, that meet our, our stringent sta safety standards. So that's an exciting aspect of the connect membership. You also get access to our hot flights. So Kenny is obviously a branding genius, and uh, these are really empty legs or sometimes referred to as deadheads in our industry. We call them hot flights. 
uh, and it's, it's fun to check those every day in the app. And these are access to the positioning legs of aircraft in our fleet. Over the past year, we've actually, our members have booked about 400 hot flights uh, at a value of about $4 million. So let's say an airplane drops somebody in Van Nuys, and the next mission that that aircraft is doing is picking up passengers in Las Vegas. We put that hot flight in our app for our members to book uh, for $299 for the whole airplane. So that's, that's both for Connect and Core and also the business, uh, which are the three memberships we have going now. And really, it's uh, for, for people who have um, people they want to visit on a regular basis, it's, it's such a nice thing to do or, or some spontaneous trips. In a lot of cities where we have members, they're pretty robust and you see hot flights every day. And it gives reason uh, for people to stay connected with the app. It also provides access to shared flights with other members. So our members are posting flights and in a lot of cases go to the same places, whether it's an event, whether it's Super Bowl, whether there's a fight, whether a big concert. And we find our members like to go to a lot of the same places. You can post your ride for sharing and other members are, are able to join. And as a Connect member, uh, you can join those shared flights and uh, think, of, uh, think of it in terms of sort of being an Uber rider. And it really offsets the cost of private aviation in a lot of ways. Um, you know, should be noted that you can certainly make the, it's private aviation for a reason. You can make it as private as you want, but we've certainly found that a lot of our members are really open to sharing and seeing that platform really grow. Uh, you also get access um, to the Wheels Up community where you're able to go back and forth and actually communicate with other members about where you want to go and, and options to uh, options to share flights. We're really seeing that social aviation become a larger aspect of our programs. Um, you also have access to some Wheels Up shuttles. So for example, uh, Wheels Up posts a shuttle from New York to Nantucket during the summer at about $700 a seat. Um, and you're also, you also get access to Wheels Up events and we have some great events throughout the year. The, the main events being Super Bowl, Art Basel and the Masters that's coming up, and we can talk about some of the things that that we do. But it's really some amazing hospitality, and uh, the Connect membership gets you access to that. Well, you have uh, we talked about hot flights through our partners at Inspirado. We actually have hot nights, and Inspirado has over 500 luxury home and resort destinations around the world, and they post uh, their some of their inventory exclusively on the Wheels Up app at discounted rates, which is amazing for, for family and multifamily vacations. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting to learn how app-based flying has really expanded for you all. How do you sort of manage that on the back end? Is that all, is everything within the app managed by Wheels Up or do you have some sort of partners with that as well? So it's, it's all managed uh, by Wheels Up internally. Uh, the hot nights are managed in, in uh, partnership with Inspirato, but anything aviation related is handled by us. We really have an amazing tech team led by Dan Crow in New York with, with some great engineers and putting a lot of emphasis on the tech aspect of the business and really seeing the results of that, doing things that have never been done in the space, making things easier for people with a few clicks to, to be able to to book an aircraft. Uh, we've seen app usage for booking on the fleet really skyrocket. And while we have a 24-7 member services team where people can certainly call any time of day, 
or send emails any time of day. And we even have a, a couple members that still book via fax. We want you to book however you want to do it. Uh, but we found that the convenience of using our proprietary app has made life easier. You get the confirmation uh, with TripSheets via email from our team. So um, there's a confirmation process that, that goes along with it. But we've really found people want to use the app and, and interface with it, and it makes it really easy to book. Uh, we work with a lot of different tech companies and a lot of CEOs that we respect. And one of them was telling us how if you can be sort of one of the six to eight apps that people use on their phone, I'm sure if we looked at your device, you'd have a bunch of apps on there, but probably, you know, six to eight is the average that people use every day that you've got something going for you. And I've always got our members or people who even have the demo app calling me on a daily basis saying, oh, I saw that flight or I saw that hot flight. That would be a great one. Um, and it's, it just gives people a reason to, to go back and, and, and check and refresh it on a daily basis. And we love that interaction with our members. Right, right. And now let's talk about once they get on the aircraft, which is a really interesting aspect that our audience is really keen on. Uh, can you talk about what type of in-flight connectivity and what type of internet you currently feature on Wheels Up aircraft? I remember talking to Kenny Dichter actually at NBAA just a few years ago, and one of the things he mentioned was it's almost impossible to sell a private charter flight these days without some type of in-flight internet connectivity on board. Um, do you agree with that perspective? Is that true? Is, is it basically impossible to sell a private charter flight today without internet on board? Uh, absolutely. And uh, all our aircraft ha are, are wired for, for Wi-Fi and also uh, talk and text through the app. So you can actually talk on your own phone uh, when, when you're in the air. And our members absolutely love it. I totally agree with Kenny unless you do have Wi-Fi on board, it's tough in a lot of cases for people to justify, especially on the business side where people are using it to maybe, you know, visit three or four of their facilities in a day. If it's road shows, if it's just wanting to get back from a meeting and wake up in your own bed, the ability to work and, and stay connected is of paramount importance to a lot of our members. And it was, you know, the, the Wi-Fi and the connectivity is, is very important, but also for kids that want to just, what, you know, whatever anyone's doing these days, whether it's watching a movie or, or check Instagram or check any of the socials, uh, everyone likes to sort of pull out their device and, and, uh, and, and see what's going on. But Kenny's absolutely right. Unless you've, you've got Wi-Fi, it, it would be a tough, uh, it, it would be a tough dynamic. I see. And I also wanted to talk to you about what you just hit on, sort of the different uses of Wi-Fi on your aircraft. Have you all started looking at um, how in-flight internet is used by the different passenger types and also pilots and flight crews as well? Are there unique aspects, maybe like live streaming, live television, um, you know, making calls or, or text messages that you all have introduced to sort of differentiate your passenger experience from your competitors? I think the talk and text was a big uh, differentiator. A lot of people will have Wi-Fi, but, you know, with the ability to actually talk on the phone when you're in the air, now, you know, it's it certainly, if it's a, a, a plane full of your family or whatever it might be, sometimes people don't want certain members of the family talking on the phone, and, and that's fair enough. But being able to actually make calls and and, uh, and and do things while you're in the air 
I think is a big deal. We're always looking at ways to make the in-flight experience better and enhance it. And that goes down to the, uh, to the products that we have on the aircraft, uh, the snacks, really just trying to make it a, an incredible experience all around, not just on the tech side. Right. And now, as far as the onboard technology goes, how do you all evaluate the performance of that piece of your operation? Um, do you use it yourself? Do Wheels Up staff use it themselves and then evaluate it? Or do you try to get feedback on that technology from not only passengers, but maybe flight crew pilots as well? Yeah, the, the, the pilots will use it and provide feedback to us. Um, I know that we're constantly looking for feedback. Uh, sometimes Wi-Fi does go out on, on the planes or have to be re rebooted uh, or whatever it might be. And that's typically the first thing we'll hear. Oh, we didn't get Wi-Fi, but we reset it and it started to work. So we try to stay pretty hands-on and, and always sort of make sure that that's uh, a, part of, uh, a part of any Wheels Up flight. Yeah, I also wanted to ask you about that. At least at, in the commercial airline world, you just sort of get on the airplane and you access whatever Wi-Fi is available there as a passenger. Um, but can you give us some perspective how it works in terms of managing the service or the business model behind the type of in-flight internet that your passengers on Wheels Up aircraft would access? Yeah, it's really simple, actually. So when you get on the plane and if if your Wi-Fi is on, you'll just see the airplane's tail number and you can click on it. And as soon as you're above 10,000 feet, you'll be able to uh, use use your phone uh, just as you as you would on the ground. Then are you all right now also looking at either possibly upgrading or expanding what you have on board right now in terms of in-flight internet uh, entertainment and connectivity? Um, you know, is there uh, maybe some new options you all are looking at expanding? I think we're we're happy with the performance of what we have going now, but as I said, as there's so many emerging technologies in our space, and and we want to know about all of them. So if there's something that works, if there's something that will make the member experience better, we're certainly open to it. Uh, I don't see anything sort of imminent on the radar that would change the game, like being able to to have the talk and text. But we're we're open to it, and and talking to people all the time that have new and innovative technology. Okay. Well, I wanted to thank you, Miles Rogers, Chief Strategy Officer of Wheels Up, for joining us on the podcast today and hope to see you and talk to you again in the future. Great. Well, really appreciate the time and congrats on everything that you have going and congrats on the awards that you're winning. And it's great to have people like you in the industry that can really uh, celebrate some of the successes that are going on and wish you all the best moving forward. All right. Thank you. And that's it for today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they are released. We have some great interviews planned within the next coming weeks and months that you won't want to miss. And for more information about the Global Connected Aircraft Summit coming up in June, go to GCASummit.com. Early bird prices are expected to be expiring soon, so we hope to see you there. My name is Woodrow Bellamy, and thanks again for tuning in to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.